quack, 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 quack. Five the Mighty Ducks, the podcast where we're discussing the 1996 Disney hockey sequel, The Three the Mighty Ducks, five minutes at a time. We're we'll bringing on my special guest of the week, um, returning from last season, one of my good friends from the theme park, this Kyle Crane. Kyle, welcome to the show. Blake, it's so good to see you. Thank you for having me back, my friend. Yeah, welcome back. It's nice to have you here. It's been a while since we've talked. Yeah, yes. <laughs> for someone- yes. Yeah, for someone who was a regular on the Blake Estelle show last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, welcome on to the show. Let's um, get started right away here. First of all, G3 The Mighty Ducks. It seems to be a movie that a lot of people either have high, high feelings about or none at all. Where do you rank with this movie? <laughs> yeah, uh, this is, you know, um, I, I think the, the last, I, so I had never seen this before. And uh, I was, I liked the first Mighty Ducks when I saw it. Uh, and I was kind of a, a fan of this period of Disney movies, like the Big Green, the Mighty Ducks, like these kind of like sports related movies they had around this time. Um, and I, I, um, I guess I'm in the middle. Like, I like it. I think it's like a, a pretty good, like decent sports story, but I don't know if it's really, if it justifies the legacy of the Mighty Ducks movies, you know, like, I think it could have been uh, anything. I, I, you know, I, I don't mean that as an insult, but I'm kind of like, I don't know that it really justifies its existence other than it's just a fun trip with these characters again, you know? No, it makes sense to me. I mean, what's weird, what's fun about this is that I actually didn't remember this movie being as good as it is. Like, I'm in that weird boat where I've been saying after weeks now where I watched this movie for the first time, getting ready again for the first time in years, getting ready for this. Because I refused to watch this during the first movie. I didn't want to have my judgment. And I'm like, oh, this is better than I thought. This is better than I thought it was. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I was not looking forward to this until I started watching it. Like, this is good. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. You know, I think sometimes too, having the benefit of watching at home uh, in, as an adult uh, with nothing going on, just like a, for a fun evening, it makes it better than, it, you know, kind of like in, in the theater when you saw it originally too, you know? Exactly. exactly. I did do this in the theater with my dad. So yeah. I did see it better. So, mm, okay. So, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I go back that far with this movie. Um, so here we go. We're, we are actually at the end of our first game, which. To remind people that did not remember this from a couple episodes ago, we are actually at the university of Blake University, of the Blake College, mm-hmm. that the schools are facing off. They're actually at their university for this game. Yeah. They actually filmed on location. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's a, that's one of the things we learned a couple episodes ago. So that's pretty cool. Um, we, we start off with 
and embarrassing straight out of the first movie. Goldberg being stuck behind the net goal. Like, this is just flat out embarrassing. Like, what yeah. the hell? <laughs> it, it's funny because it's like everybody's older now in this movie, but he's still Goldberg taking these like Pratt Falls, you know, so kind of uh, the, the bunnit of comedy. I mean, yeah, this is very true. Um, the one thing I've always had problem with this game, and I brought this up in the last episode, the amount of goals scored in this third period is so ridiculously unrealistic. Like, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Especially in, like, a high school game. Like, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, but it's, it's exciting, right? <laughs> true. Very, very true. Um, we continue to buy the dissension with management because they actually say, my youngest boy isn't good enough to play for this team after Goldberg struggles behind the net to get back into the net for this goal. Like, ouch. That one hurts. <laughs> that one's a stink. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about, okay, I, I will ask you this. What do you think of Hans actually sitting, listening to the game on the radio, like old school, like I hooked the devil's hockey back in the 90s. He's sitting there listening to this game by himself. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to sit here and yeah. this game. And, Wow. <laughs> it, 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 I, I, it's, it's so funny because I, um, uh, I actually used to, uh, somebody would pirate broadcast radio uh, wrestling pay-per-views on the radio oh. like that when I was a little kid and I would not be able to get it on pay-per-views so I'd listen to it like that. And it, it's, um, they were so much more disappointing when I saw them as to what I had in my head. But it's kind of like, <laughs> I, I wonder about the person who has enough free time to sit down and listen to like uh, like, uh, GAV. Uh. Yeah, I, I think the reason he's sitting and listening because it is his team. Mm-hmm. It is the Ducks. Like, he is their guy. And he, he is the peaks. He's the reason they have their equipment. Like, yeah, uh, he's, yeah. he's the reason. I get it. And plus, he's old. <laughs> he's by himself. But this is weird. He's just sitting there, like, oh, yep. I'm check out on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he'd pull up like a sifty of brander, uh, a brandy as he was like listening to it. You know, you know what? I always say that's bad for a different movie, but we did earlier have Louise looking up skirts. So you never know. <laughs> this movie, like, weird thing to happen in this movie already at this point. So, like, somebody drinking would not be that perfect. <laughs> honest here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the, the Charlie trying to get an empty net goal here was like, really, dude? Well, what are you doing? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, it heartbreaks. It's a heartbreaker. It reminds yeah. me, I was at a game one time in Jersey. John McClain goes for an empty net goal and falls down in mid-skate and, like, completely misses the net on an empty net goal. It would have been, like, his, like, 300th goal or something like that. It was, like, a big oh, no. goal. And he just fell down in the middle of the game. Oh. <laughs> it was such an embarrassment. Like, what is going on? Oh, that makes the, the sting of falling down. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, the emotional sting is almost worth. So he, um, we do have the game tying goal here at the buzzer, which again, completely unrealistic. But hey, whatever, we're going. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's completely unrealistic. Um, nine nine, we end this game. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You know it's funny though, because we were talking about this a couple of shows ago. The the Mighty Ducks the actual franchise, the Mighty Ducks. The season that this movie came out, two of their first three games were actually six, six ties. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> Which is so bizarre. Maybe not as unreal. But there, 
it was still six six and not nine nine, so it's still yeah. <laughs> no, it's still it's ridiculous that I've yeah, been this, That's a ridiculous game. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I guess the the, the curse of uh, of uh, fiction invading reality here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I I kind of feel Goldberg by the way getting frustrated, like hitting the net with hitting the net with his stick. Um, if this was a real game, he would have totally gotten like something for that. Like, there's no reason for that. I'm just working with, like, being at the end of that game. So. Yeah. <sighs> we cut inside the locker room. Charlie <laughs> is trying to defend himself. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm with I'm with them. There is no point to him going with his goal. Yeah. No point whatsoever. Um, we all went down, except Julie. And Julie, to her credit, she didn't actually let down. Everyone else sucked. In this game, yeah. in the third period. Um, now we have a point. This is where this whole, this is where the weird dissension between the teams starts happening. Yeah, I don't get this. Like, <laughs> this yeah, it, it it felt very forced. And you know, I think it's uh, Keenan Thompson uh, gets up and says the thing about like I've got a scholarship, and somebody calls him a sellout. It's like, well, what's weird about it is that they're all on scholarship. Mm-hmm. Like they're all on scholarship. Like. What are you complaining about? You're having a free ride. Like, yeah. What are you complaining about? Yeah. <laughs> I get you're frustrated, and I understand this third period went sucky. But like, what are you frustrated about? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> this, this, by the way, of all the movies and minutes that uh, this is the one that I think I could actually smell the most while I was watching this locker room with them. You know? Oh yeah. Good point. Good point. What's um? What's what's it? I'm looking at Keenan's like we're on scholarship. I'm staying. What, what's so sellout about this sentence? Like, I don't understand what's the sellout part here. Like, they're all here on scholarship. I don't understand. What are we worrying about this for? And it's not the first time this has come up. Like, it, it, for some reason, every single time it's we have an argument in this movie, every single solitary time, Russ has to comment on the fact that a meme that's like, no one, absolutely no one. And then it's like, Russ, I'm on scholarship. I'm not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> all movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, did I bring up as a scholarship, folks? By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm on scholarship. I'm from the hood. That seems to be the only two things that Russ talks about. This entire movie. <laughs> yeah. so much. Um. So it comes Coach Ryan. This scene, I remember when I was younger, annoyed me. But now, mm-hmm. as an adult, I completely understand his point of view. Like, I get it. <laughs> Hundred percent. He's pissed at them. How long did it take to score a goal? One second. True. Wow. I've been at many games, but it's very, very true. Matter of fact, um, I went to a Devils game one time where they scored a goal with in overtime. In overtime, it is actually oh. a goal that's on all like the two thousand and like the two thousand Stanley Cup video. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this goal is in there. Oh wow! It was one of the most like, craziest goals I've ever been at. It was like it was in overtime. With 16.9 seconds left in the game. Oh, my goodness. And it was Elias Shakur on the A-line scoring. It was one of the best plays I've ever seen, but it was an amazing finish. Like- <laughs> so, so, real quick, speaking of live sporting events that are crazy, I wanted to show you something. I found this right before the show started, Ooh. and I thought this might pique your interest. This right here, do you know who that is? Who is that? I'm looking. I'm trying to see who it is. Is that Drew Carey? That is Drew Carey at the 
2001 Royal Rumble, which took place on January 21st. Right now, 20 years ago, while we're recording the show, I took this picture. I thought you'd find that fun. That is crazy. I was just watching that Rumble recently. It's a good Rumble, yeah. But I was just watching that. I've been watching old Rumbles recently. I was just watching that Rumble. <laughs> 20 years ago tonight, yeah. That's amazing. You were there? I was, yeah. You can actually see me when um, Chris Benoit goes to the top of the ladder. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll have to rewatch that. I'll have to rewatch that. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, well, but, uh, I like but, yeah, I think the show is going to be off the show because it's something to do with the show. But I was going to say, if you go to WWE Network, mm-hmm. the SmackDown for the 2003 Royal Rumble, the go home show of SmackDown, if you turn that on, I am sixth row center, dead center, the entire show. Really? The entire show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, there's five rows, and then there's a hump. Uh-huh. And then there's six row, and then there's me. There's me wow. and my best friend, dead center the entire show. I'm going to go check that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, SmackDown before the Royal Rumble 2003. Oh, sweet. I'm going to go watch it. You see the entire, entire show. <laughs> it gets distracting after a while, doesn't it? When you see yourself, you're like, okay. Well, the funny part was, it, it was, it was a Sunday night taping. It was a Sunday night taping. It was a weird Sunday night taping because it was like time travel we're doing. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to, with the Sunday night taping, it's usually on a Tuesday. It's not going to air till Thursday. But Raw <laughs> hasn't happened yet. Uh-huh, yeah. But it's separate rosters. It was a weird situation. They're like, this time velocity also filmed, and that's the air until Saturday. It was a weird time travel. <laughs> <like, laughs> and but, somehow um, it made more sense than their current product. Yeah. It really did. But it was yeah. a Sunday night. We went to the show. It was me, my best friend, a couple of my best friends, and we were all sitting in the section. The show didn't air until Thursday on UPN. Yeah. All of a sudden, I get, I'm getting phone calls because this is pre cell phones and everything else. I'm getting phone calls from people. Watching the show, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Wait, how are you answering the phone?" <laughs> <laughs> this was filmed days ago, dude. This was filmed days ago. The magic of tape delay. Yeah. <laughs> How are you answering the phone if you're at the show? <laughs> that was funny. Uh, that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that, 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 that's really funny. Okay, let's get back to this. We, I have yeah. a continuity issue. Um, okay. I have any problem in this scene that I never caught until now. This is danger of um, MMX, MMX watching the movie. Um, he throws the puck at the board. And then, we just, and then the paper knocks off, the hole in the board. Yeah. All up. And then we zoom out, and he starts talking to them. And you look at the board, the hole's gone, the paper's back up. <laughs> <laughs> what an amateur outfit the production crew on Mighty Ducks 3 is. And then he goes back. We turn around and the hole's back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? Folks, this is why they have interns walking around the sets with Polaroid cameras to catch this kind of stuff. And somebody was asleep at the wheel on this. You know, yeah, completely taken out of the movie. Until... Completely taken out of it. <laughs> I never caught that until now. Like, <laughs> the problem with doing it in this format. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things. It's like, you're not going to catch that unless you're doing it in this format. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to be able to watch that now. Like, I never. Well, now it means you get to go update the IMDb. That's what yes. it is. It's, it falls on your shoulders. Yeah. It does. It does. And if you're on IMDb, you can go find Beef Hide the Mighty Duck on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which I spent way too much time putting together the D5 and Blake Asacho IMDb pages. Oh. <laughs> way too much time. Anyway, we move on to our first prank of the movie. Yes. <laughs> our first prank of the movie. Which is weird. I have a question. Yeah. They're in the, the, the varsity team's watching the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. When did they have the time to come down here and put their clothes in the showers? 
<laughs> I was actually kind of noticed that the water was running the whole time. So I'm thinking that it happened while they were having their argument. Yeah, it's weird because how did nobody notice this? Like, <laughs> nobody noticed this. Like, it's such a weird prank that doesn't make any sense continuity wise in this movie. Like, yeah. why did they leave? Did they send one person down there or something? Like, how did nobody know this was going on? <laughs> I think you put more thought into it than the writers did. That yeah, makes sense to me. Yeah. And the other thing is, how did they not know? I know they're arguing. How did they not hear the shower running? Right, yeah. Like, yeah. How, how big is this locker room? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. See, I, I thought I, I thought we'd hear the shower running and then it would turn off and all of a sudden Emilio Estevez would walk out and be like, "Sounds like you guys need some help." You know, <laughs> too early, too early. Coach <laughs> Bombay. He'll be back later. He'll make his dramatic return later on in the movie. <laughs> um, and this, by the way, is you remind me, it's the kids' movie. It says "Freshman Stink" on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Despite a lot of shit in this movie, that I've been wondering how this is a kids' movie. <laughs> yeah, this is totally a kids' movie right now. <laughs> um, so I, I do have a valid question now. How did they get the clothes back after this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming they just had stinking of like bo the entire time. Um, it's a valid question, right? Like, yeah. How did they get out of here? Because they have like 15, 20 minutes to leave. There's a whole pneumonia subplot where they left and everybody got sick on the time. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So that's that's something that happened. That's really <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed the whole thing you noticed now. And then it's yeah. all watching it in this format, like, what happened here? Like, how did this work? Because <laughs> at least when we get to their prank, at least it's explained. Like, right. Yes, yes. Yeah, we get the full setup and everything. Yeah, yeah. They're out of the room. Liquid nitrogen. Well, we don't know how they got the liquid nitrogen, but still, you know. Yeah, we'll get there. But yeah. we get to that. We we're back to this weird plot going on in the background of this movie. It's mm-hmm. a weird plot. It doesn't make any sense to me why this is going on. And you're not really like, really, if you're going to do a plot where they can get kicked out of school, it'd be more on the front, not in the background. Yeah. It's always in the mm-hmm. back. Like, they can get kicked out of school. Wait, what? Wait, what are we doing? Like, how is this? Yeah. It won't get yeah, that, up that, again for a while. After that, that's, that's like high stakes drama. It's a little bit too important to just be kind of like uh, in, in a yes and. It's weird. It's, and here's the best part. You bring it up here. We will not hear about this again for like 25 more minutes. Like 25, 30, 30 minutes. We will not hear about this again. Sloppy. Yeah. Like why? It's a great storyline. Like, again, yeah. it's a great storyline. It's a perfect storyline for this movie. They need some kind of stakes. Mm-hmm. Let me get brought up again. Yeah. For a what? good half hour. <laughs> when I mentioned earlier, this movie it, in a lot of places doesn't really justify his existence. That's a better, that's the good storyline. I think they should have led with that. Yeah. Like you were saying. Yeah, and the funny part, it gets brought up in the early first scene. And then we don't hear about it again until now. Yeah. And then we don't hear about it again <laughs> until later. Like, and then it becomes a massive plot point in the third act. Like, yeah. it's a massive storyline. Like, I can see the studio notes like, okay, every 30 pages we're putting a post-it in. So it's like, bring this plot back and bring this plot back, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we cut to the good old-fashioned liquid nitrogen. By the way, apparently... They were able to lug this tank down from chemistry class. Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. I, I can go with that. I can yeah. go with that. It makes as much sense as anything else in this movie. So we'll sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
for those wondering, I did look up the nitrogen, and I did I fall asleep reading the. <laughs> no, I did write down the importance information of what they're doing here. This is negative three hundred and twenty degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my God! And there's and, handling with no gloves or anything. <laughs> oh, there were hockey gloves. Oh, hockey gloves. Right. Okay. They're credit. They're there. They're um, so negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit. That is insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so they're apparently going to freeze the lockers and everyone's jackets and clothes because, <laughs> because they left their clothes in the shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Ever. Well, you know, there's they're up in the stakes. You know, it's like ah, uh... <sighs> such a weird, weird. Yeah. Thing. Um, and they have to mess with banks. This is the first time they're really messing with banks. Like, mm -hmm. okay, whatever. <laughs> um, we were talking about the conversation a few episodes ago. How is Banks on the varsity squad when he was not even watched by the varsity team earlier in the movie? <laughs> I never understood Because he needed to be? I don't know. I don't get it. The only thing, I, the only headcanon I could think of, and I thought about this a few episodes back, was maybe in the last movie, there was a big plot point that got dropped that Banks was being scouted. And then he got hurt, and then we didn't hear about it again. We didn't hear about it again after he got hurt. Maybe it was that scouting oh. that got him on varsity here. Okay. That's the headcanon I'm going with. That's the headcanon I'm going to go with. I accept it. I, it sounds good. Yeah, it makes more sense than anything else. Yeah, yeah because it was actually it, it was a big plot point until they got hurt in the first movie, in the second movie. So this is why he was playing injured. Yeah, he was getting scouted. Like that was the whole thing in the second movie. Yeah, so, yeah. Maybe, that's where they found out. And also, he was on three championship teams on three different teams in Minnesota, and this is based in Minnesota. Well, so okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was a hawk. He was a duck. He was on TV USA in a matter of like two years. Yeah. <laughs> he's a talented guy. He really is. He's the, his why he's 99 on this team. The reason he's 99 on this team. So we cut inside, and apparently, the, the, look what Nike did. Not only freezes everything, but it makes it so that it, if they touch their they touch their jackets, they fall on the ground and shatter. Yeah, I, I, by the time they got back, I can't buy the science on that, that it still would have been in that frigid of a state. But I guess they saw, you know, Terminator 2 and were so impressed by the uh, way the T-1000 gets killed and that they were like, we need that in our movie too. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like, yeah. Again, were they playing a game and then they come back out and this is how this is? I don't get it. <laughs> it makes for a very cool visual, though, to see the guy slam the, the, the locker door and it shatters everywhere. So I'll give him that. <laughs> that is a great visual. That is one of the better yeah. visuals probably in this whole sequence. Um, back to the You're a Kids movie, Varsity Sucks Ice. Sucks Ice. <laughs> what? <It's> like, okay. <laughs> I've never heard that. that. Yeah. Who got the ladder to go up there and put that up there? <laughs> That's the thing. And it stayed in like perfect, like cream shape the whole time. Gravity didn't take any effect. So they must have got done that and just like immediately bolted, I think. <laughs> I'm thinking like in the JV room in the varsity, I can believe they reached up. They're taller than them. So I can, I can completely believe that. Here, except for maybe, maybe Charlie, no one is yeah. tall enough to reach that high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Charlie bolted. But they weren't there. So like, <laughs> I'm going to get a ladder and do that. <laughs> So weird. <laughs> oh my god. So weird how this how they did this little gag. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um by the way, so okay, 
But what we're trying to, so what we're supposed to believe is the JV had their game. The varsity pranked the JV. Right. So while the JV, well, the option they got their whole closer to it, varsity had their game. The JV then pranked varsity and then they left. Yeah. It all happened in one day. <laughs> they had the time to dry their clothes, to get the liquid nitrogen. Another whole game was played. Yeah. (laughs) Because because we we cut to the next scene, and it's supposed to be later on that day. Yeah. (laughs) That's the most active day that those kids have ever had in their lives, probably. (laughs) I know. It's just such a weird kind. Like it just clicked. Like this is supposed to be on the same day. Like it's supposed to be the same time. But yeah. But the best part is this whole going on. What the hell was Charlie's mom doing? Unless Charlie didn't know. Yeah. Even Charlie didn't know. I, I can always believe Charlie. They told Charlie, we're going to do this, but your mom's waiting for you. You got to go. Right, because he's not, yeah, he's not in the scene. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That. I don't think yeah. that. I'm talking it out as we're doing it. We're sure, talking yeah. it out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's why Charlie isn't there, because Charlie's going to go home with his mom, because his mom's late for work. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would have been established had they shown him driving off in a car, then we could have put something. two and two together, but here we are. <laughs> having yeah, to walk it out here. Yeah. <laughs> um, the best part is that she drives him here, but he can take the bus. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she can take the bus already in this movie, and he's going to take the bus. So it's like, <laughs> what was that car ride like? Yeah. <laughs> the best part is, what was the car ride like? Because yeah. He's yelling at him here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just they sat in silence the whole time while Holland Rhodes played on the radio, and then uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> now she's like, now we're in public with people around. I'm gonna yell at you. <laughs> Everybody yeah. embarrass me in front of everybody. <laughs> That's a parent thing to do. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Now that there's people around, let me tell you something. Oh my god. Um <laughs> so she said she doesn't want him to jeopardize his school, like he jeopardized his hockey career. How the hell did he jeopardize his hockey career? Like yeah. he drew a penalty? Like I don't understand what she's so bad about. Like I get this game. The game is weird. And he drew a penalty, that was like a power play goal. I get it. And then he did that weird thing at the end with the empty net. But yeah. Why is she so mad at him? Like, I don't understand. Career's over, kid. Put up the pads. It's it's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first game of the season. Yeah. <laughs> What's so bad about? Oh my god. Um. So he starts yelling about how you know how and all how long is how long much is the flavor for him, and she actually says your behavior your behavior out there was juvenile. Okay. Yeah. He's a uh, kid. So he's 14. We, we, we clarified. He said earlier, he's 14 years old. Yeah. <laughs> he's 14 years old? <laughs> I, I have a 12 year old downstairs. He's not much more mature than Charlie Conway is in this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know what they're expecting from a 14 year old. <laughs> and I, I would say, how do you know he's 14? He did a whole monologue earlier in the movie. Yeah. What he said he's 14. <laughs> <laughs> We've established that fact. Yeah. <laughs> to pack in in a, few, a couple of years yeah wow, they're like 11 years old that first movie like wow yeah jeez okay that makes sense sure. um even though I, I, I've, I've been joking around this entire movie he's looking like more like Pacey Witter as this movie goes on he's like, <laughs> <laughs> more Pacey as he continues on in this movie you can tell we're only a couple of years later from Dr. Creek and he looks more Pacey like every single scene of this movie yeah <laughs> yeah he does yeah yeah Oh my god. So he first anything about Coach Ryan. He cuts this is a great parenting scene. This is such a great parenting moment. Yeah. He yelled at him and said, Do you used to feel the same way about Coach Bombay? 
Yeah. Mic drop. Mic yeah, drop. yeah. Just just putting that in now. Maybe he'll show up later. I don't know. <laughs> you know? It's a little mic drop moment. I mean, that's uh-huh. in there five minutes. It's like, you're a great mic drop moment. Like, yeah. Eric mic drop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, boom. You sit with that and deal with it. Like, deal with the fact that she's right. He's 100% right. He's acting like a baby for no yeah. reason. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, hold on. I'm going to throw this out to you. I'm asking this yes. question to everybody. When did Charlie become the captain of the Ducks? Oh, God. I... The first two movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I, off screen somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all trying to figure that. Everyone I've talked to about is trying to figure out when the hell, because they make a big stink and they get in this game that he's been their captain since District 5. He never wore a C in either movie. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It was that, right? Like. <laughs> No, that's, yeah. <laughs> Missed plot, plot point, point the there. Movie. Yeah. Point, but, like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense if you want the first two movies. Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, see, it, it feels in this movie like they're kind of rushing some stuff up to get to something, you know? Yeah, it's just like, kind of like leaving you to fill in the gaps on everything, which is, it's not good to do. And what's funny about it is, because we're doing this, and this is the third movie we've watched, all three mm-hmm. movies now, that's the one plot point, the most important plot point of this movie. Like, the biggest plot point in this movie makes zero sense if you watch all yeah. three movies back to back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would think that would be caught on? Like, yeah. <laughs> They're probably like, well, you know, Luke Skywalker becomes a Jedi off screen before Return of the Jedi, so we can do this, right? <laughs> True, but still, different, but yeah. <laughs> As we clarified in past seasons of the show, it's yeah, not Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like we brought that up a lot on the show, like couple years. This is not Star Wars. <laughs> All right. That is our five minutes in the movie, but that's not where we're done here. We, have, we were asking the question, everybody on the show, we're looking for high school stories, fun, crazy high school stories. Oh, wow. Kyle, what do you got for us up your sleeve? Because you've had some juices this season, so far this season. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, high school stories. Okay, so here's, here's, a, here's a good prank since we had some pranks on this oh, episode. Go for it. Go for it. Um, I, I cannot say I, I actually was 100% involved with this, although I saw it happen and went stood by. So if any <laughs> police are listening, uh, you know, um, we, we had a teacher who drove a Geo Metro, like a very, very tiny, very tiny car. Uh, and she was, she was a nice lady, but um, I, I, at one point, I think she had just gotten to us one day and a bunch of the guys, football players and stuff, uh, went to the teacher's parking lot during school and uh, got around it and actually picked up the car and moved it over a few parking spaces, which what? was <laughs> incredible to see done. And the whole time I was like, what? Yeah. And, um, I, but the funny part is it wasn't far enough for it to really register with anybody. I think they wanted to play a prank. Like we're going to move her car, but it was only like two or three spots over. So like the funny thing is I don't think anybody noticed. <laughs> it's just, it felt it's completely ruined because it was like these guys almost like tore their backs and uh, like much like uh, the Mighty Ducks here could have uh, jeopardized their entire career of playing sports. But um, but it was uh, it was funny to see have done. And then in retrospect, as an adult, think about it, be like, oh, she probably just got in her car and didn't even realize it was like 20 feet over from where it was earlier. So. Yeah. Oh, fuck. The funny thing yeah. I thought of when he said they moved the vehicle was the replacements, but they tipped over his truck and the replacements. Well, it's so funny because you know you do that kind of stuff as a kid, and you don't think about like I mean, somebody could have dropped that on their on their foot, or it could have like or fallen underneath the car and been decapitated or something, and then it wouldn't have been so funny. But uh, or, even, yeah. or even think about it as a car owner, a car owner, something could happen to the car. 
Oh, totally. Like, yeah. You don't have to pay for the whole thing. Like, that's Absolutely. Thing. Yeah. Like, Listen, <laughs> uh, and as a former insurance adjuster, that kind of stuff is not covered. <laughs> yeah, pranks are not covered. <laughs> Wait, why, why, what happened to your car? I don't know. Apparently, it got moved three spots, and now, and now it's not starting properly. <laughs> I'm sorry. High school planks are, pranks are an exclusion under your policy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, we, me and my best friend used to prank each other all the time. It wasn't uh-huh. like that kind of extreme. But we did a bunch of like old school locker pranks because we had each other locker combinations. Oh yeah, uh-huh. we'd share because my locker was close to classes and his locker was close to my classes, so we'd swap books. We just do that. Oh all the yeah, time. Uh-huh. oh so, yeah, like, makes sense. So it didn't matter. Yeah. So the two of us started messing with each other. We really where we'd like prank it and we'd have like we actually I actually did the whole like confetti thing to hit locker. Oh, <laughs> and then like but with the confetti it was like from gums of paper. And I like shredded paper, and it's been just like a ridiculous prank to pull off in the locker at high school. It's a really stupid <laughs> prank where yeah. I accidentally set reopened the door and the paper and flew out of space. He was so mad at me. Oh my god! They're like, "What was that?" Stupid <laughs> <laughs> stuff we do. Oh my oh. god! Or like. We um have like we put devils and devil stuff on our lockers, devil stands, have devil stuff on our lockers. Hmm. But like we put like um like ranger stuff on top of devil stuff in our lockers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Focus> on. <laughs> like that. But like that's the stupid immature stuff we've been doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're best friends, who cares? Like it was, oh, yeah, yeah. Who cares? You, know. you had a sense of humor, I had a sense of humor about it and it was other people that had to deal with our issues because we had to get there. And they were like, oh, this is not bad for these And I almost started feeling bad about it because I got to know one of the janitors. Oh, no. Yeah. When I played with the drama club, he was always the late night janitor when we had drama practice. So I got to know the guy. Oh. <laughs> he was like a high school alumni. And I, like, uh-huh. I didn't know any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I bet he's got some great stories for for pranks, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's that. This is fun. Yeah. Oh, we get the plugs out. Kyle, what would you tell everyone they can find you? Uh, you can find all of my goings on at uh, PeleMediaGroup.com. That includes Ghostbusters Minute, Jurassic Park Minute. Uh, what else did we do? <laughs> Goonies Minute, Hocus Pocus Minute, and the current uh, theme park this that I do with uh, Brian Green and Scott Corelli. It's a real fun show. Um, with season two of that is going to be starting up uh, later this year. So we've got uh, a lot of uh, fun episodes of that lined up, though. So yeah, I do love that show. Not gonna Thank lie. you. I appreciate that. It's a lot of fun to do. Thank yeah, you for saying I, that. It was funny. I, I think I was listening, which I was listening to where um, I think it was the Disney Animation Minute, and they famously plugged you guys. Oh, shit. yeah. You guys out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear more, listen to the park this. Over on your channel. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> I love that. It's like, wow, people are listening. You know, it's a show. Yeah. Well, it's funny. There have been times I listen to someone off the podcast. I listen to um, straight up. I have a lot of people on the Blake Gustav show, by the way. This is the Blake Gustav show. It's on Friday. Right after this show, on Friday morning, so listen to the Blake Gustav show. And um, on the same podcast platform you're hearing this on. But um, a lot of times as I torch people, on the show all the time. I torture people on all the time. And all of a sudden, I'll be listening to like PWT Talk NXT, the NXT show. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh yeah, um, Blake from the Blake of Sound show said it's like, why? Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the reference to me, I don't know, because, I, because I'm, I'm actually becoming friends with one of the hosts. And we talk oh. And he like, he shouts me out like in the middle of a show, like out of nowhere. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. Because I don't expect the plugs. 
Yeah. Oh, look, look, you're plugged out of nowhere on the <laughs> you your shows. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, it's like catching a picture of like an image of yourself in, in the background of a wrestling crowd. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, by the way, for those wondering, Kyle Crane was the, um, the 2020 guest of the year over on the Blankenstaff show. Yes. We were the part of game shows that we did and all this crazy stuff we had going on during the pandemic days, the pandemic over on Blankenstaff show, which I'm very proud to say we have never missed a week. Right yeah. Here. Yeah, you're, you guys are always delivering, you know, and I'm, uh, I'm hoping uh, to get on some in 2021. So fingers are going to be crossed so you can come back on the show at some point. So yeah. I'm working, I'm working around schedules. I'm working on it. I'm totally working on it. I'm awesome. We do miss you. We really do. We, we no, I miss you guys too. Yeah. <laughs> we do plan on getting you back on the show sometime soon because when the show's going up in May, or actually June, this episode's going up in June, and we're like past WrestleMania season and all that kind of stuff. So, like, we're in the middle of the summer. I've got to check one thing. I actually am trying to make sure I promote the fact that I'm going to be in Disney in June. Oh, be- really? Oh, cool. Like, I already got my trip planned. I'm going awesome. To be there in June for a week. So, it's going to be great. So yeah. We're going to Disney World for a week. My brother, uh, actually, two of my brothers went, and they said that they felt comp- they felt they felt safer uh, in Disney World than they would like going to the grocery store, like for oh. all the pro- the protocol they have in place. Yeah. So we um this time I look at my calendar here because I actually have a bunch of notes here. Yeah, this is going up about two weeks before my trip. This is the end of May. This is oh, sweet. This is going up on Memorial Day weekend. So about two weeks from now, I'm going to be Disney World. Nice, so, dude. So, That's awesome. I'm jealous. <laughs> after school ends. We're yeah. getting a plane and going to Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, well, I mean, and also at that point, too, there should be enough of the vaccine rollout that uh, more stuff will be opened. And yeah, yeah. I'm 100% on board with that one. Trust me. I, yeah. In the, pro, in the pro-Biden world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hey, things couldn't get much worse, so they're going to get better. <laughs> yeah. 100% as a hospital worker, I 100% yeah. agree. <laughs> you, you've, you've seen the worst of it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially because I'm in an ER all the time <laughs> so all right let me get out of here on this i'm saying next week i'm gonna have tim nidell from saturday morning rewind here as one of our all-star guests coming back next week so that's exciting i, I look forward to having him on the show um kyle thank you so much for uh, blake it's been a pleasure just hanging out man yeah this has been a lot of fun yeah thank you so much and thank you all for listening to the show i'll see you next week have a good day everybody and when everyone says it can't be done ducks fly together